my love, it's Ruby and welcome to the Rituals to Seven podcast. You're in the right place if you're an online coach excited to meet your first million dollars and you're even more excited that you finally found someone who's doing it through intuitive flow and spiritual connection. In these episodes, I'll teach you how to grow your business in the most aligned way. Okay, are you ready for the magic? Let's get started with today's episode. Oh my goodness. Welcome. Thank you. So excited are we? I'm so excited. I feel this has been such a long time coming. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. I feel this is the best topic for today because I woke up this morning feeling so sick. I don't know what happened. I felt just nauseous, tired, you know, that kind of like feeling when you're not quite, you can't put your finger on it. It's like, is it my period or is it, am I coming down with something? Like you're just yeah. not sure where it stemmed from. Yeah. And I just think this topic of theta healing and getting yeah. into that space, it was almost uncanny, the time frame because I just thought, you know what? I woke up at 4 a.m. And I knew I had you at 10 a.m. my time. Yeah. <laughs> time second time this week I've done that. Oh, no. <laughs> 10 a.m. my time. And I'm like, in six hours, so much can change. It'll be okay. Mm. And I literally got up an hour ago, or maybe not even half an hour ago, after having done, I think, a version of Theta Healing or a version of going into a meditative state and deciding that things get to change. Mm-hmm. And here I am now. So I, I'm wow. probably not looking my best, but I feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's really important. When you go into that meditative state, that's where all the healing actually happens. And it happens because we connect up to our higher self, but we can talk about that. Oh, I'd love to. I am so excited. Let me introduce you to the amazing listeners of the Rituals podcast. So Jenny and I have known each other for over a year, almost a year and a half. I think we're coming up to that. It's just been a wild ride. And I know I still remember the day that you and I properly met on the Zoom call and we had so much in common. And right to, to our careers, to working with our, the same spiritual mentor, you know, shout out to Lindsay Schroeder, to yes. so many synchronicities in life and in business. And I just feel as though we are so closely connected, like we were meant to have met. And I'm so honored to have you inside of the inner circle to truly call you a friend, someone that we chat about so much random shit about, but more <laughs> so than anything, I'm so, I'm, I've been loving seeing this complete evolution, if we call it that, I think, I think that's the right word, of you truly owning you as a healer of you coming into this possession of healing energy and how you share that and how you give that into the world. We are always evolving, but in particular, Mm. this one area that you are known for, which is Mm. healing. And I'm so honored to have you come on. We've never had anyone come on to talk about this on the podcast before. I'm still a baby, baby, baby learner at what 
this is exactly and how we can harness this this kind of energy. And you've studied it, you've done qualifications in it, you've got clients, you practice in it. So let's dive in, but welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. Oh, well, thank you, Ruby. And what a beautiful introduction. And yes, you know, I actually, we've, we've been together for uh, just probably about a, a year and a little bit. Mm. And I've actually followed you for a lot longer. Of course, I found you on LinkedIn because you had you know, broken away from your corporate career um, and gone out and done your thing. And I was really inspired by that. I also had done the same, but I hadn't had the same sort of traction yet. And so I followed your journey and I was like so impressed and inspired that I, you know, wanted to do the same. And then I just, I knew I was going to work with you. I just didn't know when. (laughs) It's funny because I remember we started together and at that point I had all my qualifications. I was a practitioner and I just wanted to take my business to that next level. And I knew that you could help me and being in that energy and around the other women of the mastermind has just been, of course, we worked privately together as well. But, you know, being in an environment where everybody's so supportive and, of course, guided by you has been such a transformational um, time for me. It took me a little while to find my wheels, but I think once I, you know, found them and, of course, like anything in life, we ebb and we flow. And I know for me, it's certainly there's been a lot of ebbing and flowing. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a lot of it. (laughs) But that normalizes it, right? Because I think that people feel like you have to have it all together when you, particularly when you show up online, which we don't have it all together all the time, you know, but even those moments like, the other day I was waiting for a package in the mail and it was registered post. It was coming from uh, within Sydney and it was my passport, my, you know, U S passport. Cause I have dual citizenship, Australian and U S passport. So, and so anyway, I was waiting for it and it was on the 13th of October you know, in my mind, I was like, oh, great. It's going to be here on Monday or Tuesday. And that's what the email message that I got. And Monday and Tuesday came and went and no postman asking me to sign for my registered mail. So I was like, well, that's weird because it's Sydney. You know, how long does it take for something to get from one end of Sydney to the other? And I started making up stories in my mind about what had happened. Oh, and I've done this before. The, yes. the most creative, the most creative was they, somebody stole it. They found it and they stole it so that they could then, you know, it's a hot commodity. It's a U.S. passport. Like, but what I immediately stopped that. So the difference is in the work that we do, I immediately stopped that thought and went, that's not the truth. That's not what happened. And to just allow it to flow, I just had to let it go. And eight days later, yesterday, it arrived. It's such an interesting, very material world example of trusting the process. Yeah. Isn't it? And honestly, like how screwed up our mindset can get just in waiting, wondering, questioning all of those aspects. Or you could just choose to be like, you know what? When it gets here, it gets here. 
And so it is. And so it is. And that's what happened because that was me on Tuesday was, you know, sort of questioning everything. And the minute I let it go, it was like, okay. And I forgot all about it until Thursday, which was yesterday. And I was like, oh, okay, here it is. Of course. And it really does just happen like that. Me and my relationship with waiting for the mail is not good because I want things instantly. Do you know me? I want things now. I'm, yeah. I'm a manifesting generator, classic, like, okay, so I ordered it literally two hours ago. Why isn't at my doorstep? But this is why I feel I definitely should be living in America. I thrive off like same day service. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I can relate. We're waiting for a Vitamix, right? Like, you know, I've gone on this whole new health pathway in the last week or so and coincided with my old blender just kind of carking it's so old and so I'm like where is this new thing where is this new you know Vitamix come on come on come on it still hasn't arrived but thank you that is a reminder for me to just let it go because I'm like it's Friday I want it for the weekend like (laughs) what the hell I could have gone to the store and picked it up but anyway thank you Jenny (laughs) yeah for anyone who needed to hear that just let it go. And it will yeah. probably show up today, right? At some point. So for sure. And, and or when you least expect it. And it is just sort of all that programming. So the mm. the limiting beliefs and all the subconscious things that we've created in our in our minds, and then they've become patterns. And so one of the things that I do, because you know, that's part of my work in beta healing is to recognize, first of all, to recognize that it is a a limiting belief or a thought or something, a pattern that I might've done in the past. And now I've taught my, my brain how to, um, and I've released that sort of thinking. And then that creates this path and this pathway for new ways of thinking, which is, you know, just trust the process and let it go. Absolutely. Okay. So let's take a few steps back. You were working in corporate and you were doing that for some time in the tech industry. Yeah. So bring us to that point when you decided it was time to leave that world behind and to go all in with your business. How did it feel? What was the decision point? I love hearing this part of the entrepreneurial journey. And also this week, I'm doing self-belief week on Instagram. What gave you the self-belief that Mm. you could do it? Because I come from a tech space where big conferences and vendors selling their software or their hardware, you know, such a part of our you know, that culture. And so several times over the year, we would either be presenting what we were selling, or I was, you know, we were walking along the the conference hall of, of the vendors who were selling their things. And I just was looking at all of these companies and we, you know, were selling a particular protection, threat detection, you know, protect your, your company, protect, you know, the intelligence that you have, it was very fear-based, you know, it's like, Ooh, look out for the hackers. You know, that's what I sold from for a long time. And I was quite happy and, and successful doing it, but my intuition and my self, as I was walking through this big hall with lots of people and it was very noisy, it gets really loud in those conference halls and, but it just becomes this buzz, like this hum. And my intuition just said, something's not right. 
you don't belong here. It's time to go. Whoa. (laughs) Penny, it's time to go. You've been voted off the island, the corporate (laughs) island. But it's funny, you know, we often don't step off the island. We get pushed. Mm Mm-hmm. There's that certain level of, I think, you know, fear or, or can I do this? And so when I was working for this great Melbourne startup IT company and they restructured, you know, the investors came in, they did a restructure and my job was out. And so I took that time to think, what do I really want to do? And so, you know, it came to, to pass that I was like, I've always wanted to lead people myself without Mm -hmm. being beholden to somebody else who decides you're not going to get that promotion. I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted to be able to decide when I get to go up the, my own ladder. I had no idea what to do. I went out, I got my business cards because I I decided on my name, which was the foundation of you. And I've actually kept that brandings through my podcast is actually called foundation of you. But three years ago, when I started out, I had these business cards. So I had nobody, but at least I had my business cards. I had no clients. I started, I had business cards as well. Isn't it so corporate? <laughs> Holy shit. I was like, okay, I know the first thing I've got to do is order my business cards. But I tell you what, there was something about the energy of having these little business cards that was yeah. just like, I'm official. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I had mine had photo my photo on mine, which you know was just <laughs> As if you were going to forget this face, you know, come on. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, I'm sure they are somewhat still necessary in some sectors, but obviously now just being in the online world, that's why we're giggling about it because it's so not needed. Oh, it's actually not going to a whole heap of in-person events, right? Yeah. But just, you know, it's more just, um, it's nice to be able to go back to those moments that made us feel legit. Yeah. And so I knew that as I, my business started to get more in the practical side, I, you know, got all of my setups and everything, but I didn't really have, I had a website, but it was nothing like it is today. And I just knew that I'd always wanted to explore the healing side of thing. I've been um, exploring a lot of the natural side of how do we heal ourselves? You know, all these people who have miraculously recovered or, you know, their, their conditions have gone into remission. How have they done that? You know, Mm -hmm. seemingly without either, you know, maybe they've done complementary medicine where they've used Western plus Eastern, you know, how have they done that? So it really fascinated me. And, and I, actually listened to another podcast that was talking about Theta Healing and I Googled it and there was a free class being held in a suburb, two suburbs away from me, (laughs) like three nights from that moment. And I saw it as a sign and I was like, this is my chance to really take this opportunity to learn something and in person, because at that point, a lot of the things were, were, you know, COVID was starting to happen overseas, but not necessarily here. Yes. That was only like January last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it just yeah. the, the year earlier? It wasn't that long ago if we think about it, but oh my God. So you followed the cookie crumbs really. Yes. It was just the ping came through, went to the link, 
saw the timing was divine and you registered. So you got yourself into this theta healing training. Training. And what and did it feel like? Was it just like, they're speaking my language? They were. It was, <laughs> you hit it on the head. It was like, oh my gosh, I found my tribe. I found people mm-hmm. who talk like I talk, who think like I think. In many, you know, in many ways, I talk about the universe. I talk about intuition, you know, that we can affect the way that our life happens, you know, by our thoughts, you know, our thoughts become things. Meeting people actually who were so tuned in, who were mediums, who were just spiritually so connected to their higher self. And I was just blown away with their greatness. Oh, I love that. When you said that, I'm like, my people, definitely. Yeah. Like there's something so floaty about being in a room full of these energies like you've met before and some other timeline, you know, and it's so special. Were you always spiritual? Like going back to you as a little girl, was did you grow up in a spiritual household? I grew up with a mother who had had, she had six children and I was the last of the six. And there's five years difference between my sister and me. And we are such a, a loving, fun family. We, we have lots of laughs together. But I was really lucky because I had a connection to my mother that my siblings didn't get because I was just that little bit, you know, she was a little bit You're older. the last one, yeah. I was the last. <laughs> and she really wanted to make it matter. You know, she really knew, my mom knew that she had this opportunity to do, you know, we used to sit down on, we lived on a lake and we used to sit down on this, on our dock and singing songs that she remembered. She was born in 1922. So she grew up in the depression and she grew up, you know, during the wars and she sang these songs to me from that time. And I still remember those songs. And we just had this cheerful, happy, loving existence. Was it spiritual? I think it was just, we were so connected to each other and connected to our higher selves because there was so much joy and happiness. I just remember that time. And, but I always knew I was a little bit different and she actually held me back um, from attending school. So I was a year older than my other peers because I think she wanted to have that extra year with me. And also, you know, I was very close to her, so I really didn't want to go to school. So I was lucky that we had an extra year together and we just, we had so much fun. And I knew I was different spiritually. I was very connected to bugs and animals and um, creatures. And I just felt very connected to that world. And, and we moved around a lot when I was little and, you know, I had to be adaptable. I had to be resilient I had to sort of fit in as well. So I think I lost a lot of that. I I mean, I still had so much energy and and love and and that sort of thing. But I think, you know, I had to change a little bit. And it's only been probably in the last 20, maybe the 25 years or 30 years that I've been able to recapture that that spiritual side Mm -hmm. and to know that I'm connected to this higher being. I mean, actually, I did get baptized at 14. I became quite spiritual from a religious standpoint. And I went to church and I got baptized in the Episcopalian faith, which is like Anglican here. Yes. 
which was interesting because I was at age 14 because all my my three brothers were baptized in the Catholic Church. My two sisters were not baptized anything and neither was I. So at 14, I decided I wanted to be part of the church. And I think I lasted, you know, probably for a couple of years. And then I decided that that really wasn't what I was searching for. But you were searching. You were searching from such a young age. And this is exactly what I mean. Our lives are so in sync because I think, I was just thinking then as you were saying you were 14, I was between 12 to 14 when I was baptized. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Because my parents came into the church when we arrived in Australia, which would have been I was six. So I think there was a part of them that wanted me to make that decision, you know, rather than it just being like, oh, you're a child and we're going to baptize you. Mm. And that was the same deal. I was 12 to 14. And then by the time I remember around year 11, so 17, 18, I was like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I fully, this was just me fully, you know, connect with everything that was spoken of within the church environment. And then obviously university and things started to change. And I found my own definition of spirituality, of source, of divine power, of angels. Like I've always been into angels. I've always seen them. I've always felt them. I totally can relate to angelic energy Mm. and the power in that. But wow, this is so incredibly like we're learning. So I'm learning so much about our synchronicities even more so. Okay. So you did have a connection to spirituality, but it wasn't until, you know, 20, 30 years on from that, that you really started to explore. And now the woman before me, I see as someone so intuitively tuned in, like you are so connected to what feels good. You see things, you feel things, all of it. And Mm. it's no mistake. It's no coincidence that you are in, in this healing role that you provide to others. So let's talk the science behind theta, Mm. science behind theta waves and how this works exactly. How would you explain it really simply to someone who's just trying to understand what this means? I mean, it is very simple. And in fact, everybody has access to this. You know, we all go through the different waves, the different brain waves. And, you know, right now we're in beta and then we go through those to, you know, theta is the hypnosis or that very meditative state. And then when we're sleeping, it's delta. And then it's like, you know, rapid eye movement, that sort of thing. So, and Mm. we're dreaming, but theta is really about allowing us to tap into our subconscious and to take ourselves to that place where all of our beliefs, the ways that we are, we are, the, how we show up to others, we carry with us certain beliefs and some are, you know, great beliefs, but some of them hold us back. And a lot of what we experience, the emotions, if we don't release those emotions, they become stuck within our bodies and within our tissues. And, you know, then there become these issues in the tissues kind of thing. You start to feel particularly in like your liver or your kidneys, you know, kidneys can represent resentment. Liver represents anger. It's actually very much in line with Chinese medicine as well. I saw, 
I saw a traditional Chinese medicine person um, for acupuncture last week, and she was saying exactly the same thing. And I was like, oh, this is just like theta healing. You know, we've incorporated the same ideas or, you know, the same method or whatever in many respects. And so I guess for me and how I deliver theta healing, if I've got a client who comes to me, what I do is I'm like the witness to whatever happens. I'm a witness between that person and their creator or God or universe or source, whatever it is that you believe. And I witness the change that happens, the transformation that Mm. happens. But first, we've got to go through all of those limiting beliefs, what's called digging. So we do digging work, which gets to the, the basis of that. So when you and I were talking about when we were seven or six or when we were younger, you know, we had experiences that shaped who we became. And some of those experiences, we know the experiences can be not great. And so we put up a wall or we, you know, felt scared and frightened or unsure or anger, or, you know, there was a lot of things that can happen when we're younger and we carry those into our present body. As we start to deal with those things in our present day, we either can release them or we hold on to them. So the theta healing allows you to go back to a situation and to really find out, you know, what was the worst thing about that for you? And we just keep digging and we keep digging and we find out what's the absolute, we call it a bottom belief. So when you can't get any more detail on what is it, the way that you're thinking on that particular topic, what is it then? And it's often around self-love. It's around worthiness. It's around, you know, feeling alone. That's where, you know, that's where it is at the very base of human existence. What's our biggest fear? Then we release that and we start to replace it with feelings of joy, feelings of worthiness, feelings of of love and being loved. Because a lot of people have not experienced love in the way that it should be. And the way that, you know, our source or our universe or God or whatever gives us unconditional love. So it's actually about teaching us all what unconditional love actually feels like. And that is so powerful. It's the love that you have for yourself can be unconditional love. Then that is where you start to realize, oh, there's so much goodness that I can, you know, feel. Hi, lovely. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I wanted to jump in really quickly to let you know about one of my favorite courses that I've ever put together called Soul Led Business. When I first started my business, I drew a really hard line between my spiritual side and all things strategy. To a certain point, I experienced amazing success. Perhaps you've seen that and heard that on the podcast itself, but I lent purely on push energy and it eventually led me to a form of burnout. It wasn't until I embraced my intention and intuition that my business started to flow. So if you're listening to this and you feel a little stuck in your business, you feel as though there's some sort of ceiling or there's limiting beliefs around earning more and being more of who you truly are, then check out Soul Led Business and don't forget to enter the code SOUL200 to get $200 off the course. Check the show notes below and let's get back to today's episode. 
So when I was saying earlier that I wasn't feeling too well earlier this morning, yeah, I just found this meditation on YouTube. It actually said something like unconditional love. And mm. that was the one that I picked. I'd started to drift after the first three minutes. But mm. in the first three minutes, it was like, picture yourself on a pathway of infinite gratitude and unconditional love. And it was just in my mind's eye, it was just like this stream of pink and red glitter. Like it yeah. was literally like, whoa, I was just like riding on this slide that was just, I couldn't see the end of it. And then the next thing I knew, I woke up and I felt back to normal. Like there is something about that love vibration mm. that lifts you up. I think the way you explained how you run a session, how you run a healing session using theta is so interesting. Like, what did you call it? Like digging and digging. It's called going, digging work. Yeah. Yeah. And then going down to like rock bottom, basically yep. working out what the worst case scenario is in one's yes. mind and then layering on with love and yep. giving them power. So is all of this done in a meditative state or is it done in, yes, it is. Okay. So it's not just done chatting. Like you've got them meditating with music or without music. No. So what happens is there's when we're doing the work and the healing. So the theta healing that is in a meditative state, but first there, in order to get there, there's talking and there is finding out what it is that is holding us back or holding, you know, a client back or what is it that's annoying them or, you know, it can be whatever it is. Right. And we just allow whatever the energy to just be released and to talk about what it is that happened, but not too much. Cause that's just the story, right? The story of what happened is really just the feelings. It's just to describe how I felt right? If I, if I'm, if I experience something negative, I've got a whole story about it, right? <laughs> I could go on for days, but um, we don't ever have that time, of course, in a theta healing session. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we just keep it short and then we just start the work straight away. And we say, you know, what was the worst thing about that for you? And we just keep going. And then mm-hmm. as we start to replace those feelings, we always ask permission, Because in order to release something and then to replace it with a different emotion, it might be an emotion that somebody's never experienced before. You know, some people have never experienced unconditional love for themselves or from others. So it's really about asking permission to do the work. And when the client says yes, then that's when we start to go into that meditative state because the healing actually takes place in our subconscious. If I'm at the conscious level and I'm just talking to you like I am now, I can hear what you're saying if you're giving me a healing, but I'm probably blocking it because mm-hmm. my ego likes to come in and go, oh, that's not me. You know, oh, I'm fine. You know, <laughs> so yes. by going, going deeper into that theta state, we then we allow ourselves to be open and receptive, but always with permission, just like in hypnosis, you can't hypnotize somebody without their permission. Yes. So it's, or it's any that. healing modality, right? Like you could be a psychic reader, but if you don't have that permission, it's just, it's going to be a little static. It's like, Oh, I, you know, I can't quite see it properly. It's the same. So if someone's listening and going, you know, I'm super interested in this, I've never explored this pathway for mm. healing. 
what would be your advice, especially in terms of knowing that you might not quite be ready yet for theta healing. So have you experienced that with clients before where you're like, oh, we just need to work on a little bit more to get yourself into a place where you can fully receive in theta healing? Or is it just, you know, come with an open heart and an open mind? Like how would you prepare someone for a session? I think it's that come with an open heart and an open mind. The clients that I have I've helped and served have come to me with you know, some people have not known what it is at all and are just open and receptive. And I do, I do do some meditation. I do breathing in order to get people to calm, to come in. Cause a lot of people are nervous coming into a session. They don't know what to expect. So we do some breathing at the beginning just to get, you know, the, the breathing regulated and, and a sense of more calm. And there's nothing to be wary of. It's a very gentle modality. It's very um, heart-centered and you're really just calling in um, a a different type of emotion that you're wanting to experience. So if you want to experience less resentment and more peace and letting go of anger and experiencing more joy or experiencing more gratitude, you know, some people haven't ever experienced gratitude or they don't know how to experience gratitude. So just come with an open heart Mm. and an open mind, knowing that whatever happens, and sometimes after a session, it won't actually take place. The the healing doesn't take take place until like a day or two afterwards. And and then you'll be in this um, situation and you might react or respond differently. And it's like, ah, that's from the healing that I got. Yes. It's just such a beautiful, flowy way to help clients through um, situations. And we were talking about permission and asking for permission. The One of the things that I also found out that I was able to do, and by the way, we all have this capability, but I was able to do body scanning we did this exercise in our intuitive anatomy course where we sat opposite somebody and, uh, you know, the, another person in our, in our course, and we were asked to have a look within their body. We studied all of the parts, the skeletal system, the endocrine system, reproductive, digestive, everything in order to get a better understanding of where does emotion, you know, get trapped Mm. and then how can it be released? So looking at, people's um, bodies internally. And I was amazed, Ruby, because your ego says, you don't have that capability, Jenny. You don't know, you know, you've never even, you know, that's what mediums do. That's what psychics do, right? (laughs) And we had this session and I was sitting across um, one of my, the other students and we were studying, it was actually the first day and we were studying the skeletal system. And our instructor was guiding us and he was like, okay, you know, ask creator of all that is, because when you're in a theta state, you go up into that state where you're connected to the highest creator, to universe, to source. And I couldn't see anything, Ruby. I was like, there were probably 30 or so of us in the, in the course. And I was like, I'm sure everybody else can see something, but I can't, you know, yeah. I don't see a thing. <laughs> like and I was like one eye open, like, yeah. in the room, like <laughs> one little peek here and there. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I was like, okay. So he said, if you're not seeing anything, go up and ask creator if there is something you should be saying. So I did. And I got this word broken wrist and right wrist. And I was like, oh, that's just ridiculous. And so when we person you were scanning. Yeah. And so when I opened, when we opened our eyes, I said to her, look, this is just, and it wasn't in a cast or anything. No, no, no. It wasn't in a cast. And I said to her, did you ever have, I said, so first of all, I didn't see anything, but I got the message that, did you have a broken wrist? And she looked at me and her jaw dropped open. She said, I've had no broken bones at all in my life, but she said, I was out sailing and the rope caught around my wrist and broke my wrist. Oh my God. And I said, was it your right one? And she said like, and we both like, cause you're sitting opposite somebody. So I'm like, well, okay, which side is right? You know? And so I was like, are you left? Right. And she held up her right wrist, which was that one. Wow. Wow. And how long ago was that? So that happened to her uh, a few years ago. Like it happened to her in her adult life. That happened a few years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So then what I learned, not only of that about that we all, actually we all have this ability and that was what was most comforting to me in that, you know, we all have this ability to tap into our, our, higher selves into creator of all that is and into our intuition, just kind of feeling that removing the ego and the doubt, because we doubt ourselves. Mm. We doubt that we have this ability, but we actually do. And I think that's where for myself, it was like, wow, Jenny, you know, you have this ability. And then a couple other times, um, I, it was also confirmed with a few other of the students for me as well. And, but it's like a muscle. You have to exercise it. You have to keep practicing, but you know, you can't just walk down the street and say, you know, look at somebody and say, oh my gosh, you know, did you break your, you know, wrist? You know, you can't do that. You have to one, ask permission because we always ask permission. And two, you know, you've got to be able to sit for me. I mean, people can do it very fast. Like he had, our instructor had us first doing it with our eyes closed, but then he had us doing it with our eyes open because that's how you really start to exercise that capability, that um, muscle. So it was fascinating. You know, I, I do a lot of online theta healings and I tend, I haven't really done a lot of the body scans just because we run out of time, you know, Mm -hmm. in this session, like there's so much to cover. Like we could just be there again for days. So it's really, um, that, but if the client asks me to see something, I will have a look. And actually I, I did do a, a healing with somebody in Texas not so long ago. And, um, we did, send healing to her. I got a message or I got an indication. So I tend to hear my, so you this yes. clairvoyant, clairaudient. So I'm clairaudient. Yes. So I'm clairaudient. And so I heard. And that's why actually you close your eyes quite a bit because I find like when we speak and you, you, you warned me, yes. you know, like air quotes on our first call, you're like, Ruby, you just need to know this about me. I close my eyes when I speak to you because that's when I hear myself better. Yes. And you yes. are very clear audience. Yes. You are so right. I mean, I, I have, and even when I, um, like, yeah, I noticed that because I think I just, that's how I channel, you know, yes. that's how I feel. I love it, that about you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's how I feel all of those. If I can close my eyes, then I actually am more aware of what mm. I'm hearing. So for this person, 
I was able to see that it was in her calf. And yeah, we just worked on sending healing to that. And she, yeah, she just felt that it was going like it wasn't, um, I think she's going to get surgery on it or something, but she didn't need to have surgery. Like I didn't see any clots or anything. I was just, it was just, it was just torn. And she had said that she had torn it um, from an old track and field um, incident or something. And that was why it was hurting. So, wow. Oh my God, you are so amazing. And these gifts are going to continue just maturing. As you say, it's a muscle, just strengthening, strengthening. I am so in awe of what you do. And I know many of the rituals listeners are just so excited to hear about how we can continue to work with you. So what is the best way to get in touch or to book a session if you're available? Um, lead us to your waters. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. I mean, it, it would be an honor. It's always an honor and a privilege to work with people, particularly because clients come to us because they have something that they want to work through. So to get in contact with me, um, I have a couple of ways. On my Instagram, um, I've got my link in bio. You can book directly there. You can book and pay and get your time all sorted. You can also go to my website and you can contact me there um, to book a Theta Healing session, but probably the easiest to go to my Instagram, Jenny Ottaway, and go to the link in bio and book that way. And if we have questions, we can always DM you yes. about whether it's right. Yeah. yeah. And what I love about your work as well is we've really talked about Theta Healing as the forefront of Jenny's work. This is just the beginning because Jenny is also a very powerful mentor and coach and guide. So what this does is it helps, you know, really unlock and unblock, doing all the digging, doing the healing, and then taking you through the rest of the process in the mentoring space as well. So it's not just like, oh, I'm just going to get my healing done. There are other modalities that Jenny does offer. Have a look at her gorgeous website. I am so in love with your site and the way that... (laughs) It pops. It's so calming and just everything about it is so you. So Mm. definitely um, check that out. I'll leave it all in the show notes below. But truly from my soul to yours, Jenny, thank you so much for sharing the stories, the insight for being so open with us. And I truly hope um, anyone that's listening who's feeling so called to this to give it a try, give it a go. And it's something that I know you're going to be in very, very beautiful compassionate healing hands with Jenny Ottaway. So thank you so much, my love. Oh, and thank you so much, Ruby, for having me. It felt just like a a conversation, like we always have our conversations, you know, it's just a very empowering conversation for not just for you and me, but for others. I agree. Always the best. Always yes. the best. Whenever I see, oh, it's Jenny Day. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, I know. Oh we so have good. Good time. Right. We'll see you all in the next episode. And thanks again, Jenny. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sharing an energetic space with me today. I truly hope this has given you a new perspective to embrace, to ponder on, and of course, to apply into your businesses right here and right now, because if not now, then when? If you are loving this podcast, please leave me a review. 
And further yet, if you have come to check out some more content of mine, then also have a look at the free classes link in the show notes below. There's new ones added quite often, and these aren't just tip of the iceberg learnings. Usually these are derived straight from my masterminds and content that you're going to be able to apply directly into your business right here and right now. So you're in for an absolute treat. Click on the link below and I'm excited to see you for the next episode.